Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. Over the past several monologues of Getting Work to Work, I've been sharing chapters from my forthcoming book. After each episode, I had a similar reaction. I need to get this book in front of people to get notes to improve it. But I kept dragging my feet. Why? Why is it easier to get feedback on a professional project than on a personal one? Do I lack the ability to separate myself from my work? Do I trust people to give me feedback that will allow the book to be the best it can be? In today's monologue, I'm tackling these questions and sharing five tips for letting people into your personal project without losing your mind. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 644. As a creative professional, receiving feedback from a variety of people connected to a project is the main part of the job. Being able to listen to what's being presented by people who have no idea what it takes to produce the work, but they're paying for it. Listening to the professional opinions of coworkers and collaborators, even people on social media that sometimes find their way into your brain because of a post or reel or video, it's all there. And when I was earlier in my career, I was less interested in feedback because, let's be honest, I thought I knew everything. Oh, young Chris, how adorable. But as I've mellowed with age, getting feedback on my work is getting healthier month by month. Most of the time, I'm not perfect. I'm still growing. I'm still learning how to do that. But when it comes to personal projects, feedback is certainly a lot trickier. The growth is a lot slower, at least for me, because it's so personal. Getting people to tell me what they think is a huge hurdle, and I'm trying to jump over it right now. As I've been sharing the past several monologues, I've been writing a book about curiosity, and I'm nearing the stage of the process where I need to get a manuscript in front of readers to get their thoughts. You know, things like, what's working? What doesn't make sense? What should be trashed? And what should be refined? And I get it. I totally understand this need. I've been here before on all of my other projects, professionally speaking. And yet I'm still hesitant as hell to do it. And I'm trying to understand why. Is it about trust? Do I trust the people around me? Is it fear that the soul of the book will be deleted based upon the feedback of others? Will they turn it into something that it's not meant to be? Is it because I can't distance myself from my art? I'm not entirely sure. It just feels so overwhelming. You feel me on that? But the feelings don't negate the work that needs to be done. And so in this episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm going to share five tips that I've been learning about doing this on how to let people into your personal project without losing your mind. The first tip is this. It's not just about connection with others. It's about letting them in and giving them the chance to reflect back to you what they see and experience, the things you can't see on your own. Personally or professionally, it's the same. It's about the things that you can no longer see because you don't have objectivity. You, you can never experience the things that you create for the first time because you're making them you know, and editing them over and over again. 
So when people experience it and you let them tell you what they think, that is so important because you will never have that. You will never have that on your personal project. I, I don't have a problem connecting with others. To me, it's really easy to do that. But where it gets tricky is this process of letting them see what I can't see. And I don't think it's because I, I, I want to believe that I can see everything. I think sometimes the good and the bad, you don't maybe want to know. Maybe I don't want to know. But it's so necessary to get those voices, to get those words, not because you want to change everything, but it's good to file it away so that when you are in a position to make changes, you can. The second tip is this. Know the difference between rejection and reviews. Coming up next on Getting Work to Work is an interview with the author Kate Nason. And I've talked to her last year about her book, Everything is Perfect, and she's back to talk about the book in print. And we were talking about creative resilience. And she really understands the difference between rejection and reviews because her book got rejected 49 times. And yet now she's getting stellar reviews on Goodreads and other platforms. And as I was reflecting on that, to me, rejection and reviews were the same. A one-star review is a rejection of you. But the more I think about it, a one-star review is actually not a rejection. It's just someone's opinion of your work. And it is still better than a flat-out no, which is what a rejection is. A rejection is no. It's not a review. It's a no. And there's a world of difference between the two. And I, I just, I lump them together. The third tip is this. Ask for specific input. This is an interesting one because sometimes, you know, when we ask for feedback, we don't really do a service to the person giving us feedback. We just send them a, in this case, 150 page manuscript and say, let me know your thoughts oh my gosh, where do I start? I don't know. But if you received a 150 pound, 150 pound, 150 page manuscript and said, let me know what's working and what doesn't. Or let me know when you stopped reading or when you lost focus or when something didn't make sense or when you felt the desire to do something else. As you get specific you're able to then focus on solving a problem as opposed to having to be perfect in all of the ways that you can think and all of the ways that you'll never know. It also helps you to really take in what's being said without fear that it's all wrong. The fourth tip, before, during, and after reading the feedback from others, remind yourself this. People want you to succeed. When you're letting people into your personal project to give you feedback, you're not letting in strangers. And I would argue that you shouldn't let in strangers specifically at these early phases because you need people that you trust. You need people that you know are not trying to hurt you. 
And that is so important. So remind yourself, the people giving you feedback want you to succeed. They want you to be the best that you can be. The fifth and final tip, well, final in this list, feel all the emotions, the positive ones and the negative ones. But don't express them to the person giving you feedback. Say thank you. Be as neutral as possible, but thank them. Then find a safe space and get all of the emotion out. The positive emotions, the negative emotions, how could they think that? What, do they think I'm stupid? Do they think, oh my gosh. Just get it out. Don't keep it in. And I think this is the main reason people don't want feedback. I think this is the main reason I don't want feedback. Because I don't want to feel all of the emotions. I just want people to tell me how great I am. I don't want them. I don't want to hear that it's not good enough because then I have to do something with the negative emotions. I have to get them out. And more often than not, I don't get them out. I keep them in and they eat me up inside. And then it becomes a process of just hating myself. So if I allow myself the opportunity to feel and then express and exercise those emotions, then I can actually do something with this feedback. As I run towards this hurdle, I'm going to jump and I'm going to probably run into the hurdle and hit it and fall over. But here's the thing about feedback. Whether you clear the hurdle or not, there's going to be another one and then another hurdle, and then another hurdle. And the secret to success is to keep moving, keep getting that feedback, keep learning how you can not only separate yourself from your work, but learn to trust the people that are here to help you. And again, I'm just speaking for myself here because this is an area where I desperately need to grow in, not just for my sake, but for the sake of people around me who care to want to help me, the ones that have already said, how can I help you? And I think it's offensive to them if I don't rise to the occasion and say, here's how you can help me. And that's part of running and jumping over the hurdle is saying, this is what I need and trusting in what they give you. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.